Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. So it's a uh, Mama Day, Kobe Bryant Day. It's eight twenty four uh, because those are both of his numbers while he played for the Lakers. Yeah. So my question to you guys is, which era is the better Kobe, eight or twenty four? All right. So I, I think this is twenty four is when Kobe became. I'm on my own. This is me. This is everybody runs through me. This is my squad. It's my franchise. It's my organization. Pal, you're coming to play with my team. Um, I think the better of the two is 24, but my favorite Kobe is eight because he was a young, you know, had no idea. He thought he was probably better than he really was was fighting with Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, that it's his squad. I'm not waiting for anybody. Had the fro when he was young. Was telling everybody relax in the playoffs when Shaq would foul out. It was just the cockiest of them all. The better Kobe was 24. My favorite Kobe was this young kid, number eight. I like drama and conflict and unresolved issues. That was the eight, right? That, that, that would, like you said, he and Shaq were... Okay, is this going to work to, oh, hell yes, it's going to work, to, wait, are they going to really break this thing up before we've gotten all of it taken care of? I mean, we still talk about it. If they wouldn't have just had those say, differences, what could they have gotten done? Do you know how many times that conversation has come? You're sitting, you're talking time. with a buddy when somebody says, they only won three together? They only played eight years together? How did Shaq not retire a Los Angeles Laker? I, I, all of those mm-hmm. things. But again, like we talked about yesterday, you can't have – two number ones it, you you can't have those two personalities both be comfortable sharing the space yeah in perpetuity it's just it just doesn't work like that that kobe was a number one from the second he showed up just no one else knew it mm-hmm. and then once the time everybody else knew it Shaq was like i'm not even close to being done yet i'm not ready to do this yet and it was inevitable unfortunately and popularity you had a lot of people that loved Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, yeah, oh you good. had a lot of people that loved Kobe Bryant. Even in that time, right? There was a little bit of, uh, like we were saying yesterday, when they had to make a decision, and Dr. Jerry Buss is like, I'm going with Kobe. Guys like you and me were like, um, you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure that's the right decision? Clearly it was the right decision. It is a Trojan Ticket Thursday on 710 ESPN. Caller number seven can win a family four-pack of tickets to Saturday's USC game at the Coliseum. Kickoff is coming up at 5 o'clock. You can get your tickets now at usctrojans.com slash tickets. Caller number seven to 877-710-ESPN. Here's the number again, 877 877- 710 ESPN. Caller number seven wins four tickets 
right now. So go ahead and right start uh, dialing. You got right a chance now, to right go now. see SC and San Jose State this Saturday at the Coliseum. And you probably need to be in person unless you're one of the eight people that has the Pac-12 network on your package. Yeah. Not n- nine. I, yeah. I got it. <laughs> Yo, you got it. Yeah. I didn't count Jorge, so Jorge's in for nine. Oh, do, do you have it, or did you do you know? Oh, I? no, I have it. Yeah, he has. Listen, you have all of it. Listen, all of it. He has. Think of uh, high school football games in Texas. If they got a package, Waco. He's high school got it. Football Waco. games in Edmonton. He's got it. Yeah, high school football games in Guadalajara. He's got exactly. it. It doesn't matter. Hey, what was the final score in Mumbai yesterday in cricket? Right. He's got the highlights. What do you want? Exactly. Yeah, or, or he's, you got a guy. You got exactly. a guy. I, got I a understand guy. how it is. I used to have a guy. Yeah, right. I don't the have a reason, guy anymore. If you were curious, I still don't get why SC is going to the Big Ten. Well, try to find the game on Saturday afternoon and see how that goes and ask yourself that question all over again. There, there, there's your answer because one out of every 12 people has the channel. I know this is not top of line or anything. See what might happen to Stanford and Cal? Hit Did me. you see there? I, I missed it. I've okay, been so Otani – they're basically being recruited to the ACC, and it looks like they're probably going to end up in the ACC with SMU, Stanford, Cal, SMU joining the ACC. And what the only the, way what is the A and the C? The first D stand for Atlantic Coast. Atlantic if I remember. Coast. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. worry too much about the names anymore. At least Big Ten is big. Right, it's big. It goes from coast to coast. You yeah. just got to change the no- Atlantic coast means the Atlantic coast. So the idea is, and the way they're only going to get in, SMU, for an example, will give up seven years of TV money. We won't get a dime. Just get us in the ACC. Stanford and Cal, some kind of resolution there where I don't think they're going to get the full amount that some of the other AC schools, ACC schools are. It's not about money at all. Do you know what Clemson is going to do to a team like Cal? <laughs> I mean, I know that oh, there's yeah. there's weird games every year, but cl- that, good, good luck, fellas. I know. Good, good luck. <laughs> there's your Pac-12. Yeah. So who's the left? Final Washington pieces. State and Oregon State? Yeah. That's it? They're probably right. going to end up somewhere in the Mountain West. All right. So obviously uh, more Kobe coming up in a little bit. It's 8-24 day. It's Kobe day. Um, Otani got hurt yesterday. He went out and pitched in the first game. Let's go back a little bit here. Yesterday was his first start in about 10 or 12 days because he had missed his start in Texas. Tightness? He had a tired arm. Arm fatigue okay. is what they were talking about. Um, as a former pitcher, certainly never at the level of Otani, but as somebody who pitched through college, when you say your arm is tired, it means my arm is killing me. Mm. It means that I, I, I can't really go out there and do it. That, that there's that there's pain? Typically. Okay. Typically. It's, it's because sometimes you don't want to say you're hurt because that means that they're going to go take a look. They're going to go, hey, let's figure it out. If we just say, hey, my arm's feeling a little dead right now, it's code words. Pitches last pitches yesterday in the first game. Angels had a doubleheader yesterday, and in the middle of the second inning, after getting four outs in the game, he says, "This this isn't working." We find out last night that he has a torn UCL UCL ligament. Let's go to the Dodgers for a second. The Dodgers are expected to be near the top of the list of destinations for yeah. him. He's not going to pitch the rest of this year, and it's very likely he does not pitch next year. Keep in mind, he had an Tommy John surgery, Otani did in 2018, did not pitch the 
the 2019 season. Yeah. Did, did swing the bat. Mm-hmm. And then the 2020 season is weird, right? Because it was the pandemic. And 60 a, games. 60 games. And as a pitcher, that means you're only making a very small handful of sure, starts, sure. right? You're not putting a ton of stress. 2021, here's the full Otani experience. He's, mm-hmm. he's knocking out home runs. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. So if you're following a similar path, there's a scenario okay. where Otani does not pitch next year and then is eased into a role in 2025. So maybe the best version of him again is not until 2026. The Dodgers have all sorts of openings in the rotation next year. The Dodgers desperately want Shohei Otani. Does it change the way they go about it? Because what they don't do is buy players that are getting older. Yeah. What they don't do is buy players who are in their decline. What they don't do is typically go long-term deals on pitchers. What they typically don't do is buy guys that are very expensive coming off of injuries. Otani will be all of these things. Does it change the way that they go about it? I guess my question is this. Is it fair to say that whatever the normal rules are, it feels like everyone is going outside those rules to have an opportunity for Shohei Otani? Whatever the normal rules are, whatever the normal rules are for a baseball player, He's not the normal rules. So I think it changes everything of how you approach Shohei Otani. Is Shohei Otani going to be the exception for the Los Angeles Dodgers to say, I kind of don't care what we've done in the past. I don't care the structure that I can't I don't care about the game plan. I don't care about I know we've been this success, all that. That's Shohei Otani. Because if it's not us, it's going to be somebody else. Somebody's going to pay full price. And if it's somebody else, then that means that's the price of the home. And if you want the home, then you got to pay for it. So I, I think kind of a roundabout way of saying that if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers, now maybe just maybe he wants to be a Dodger. And maybe that's enough for him to say, I just want to play for the Dodgers. It's an organization. It's a, a franchise that understands what it's doing. It's going to give me the best opportunity to win every single year. Not a, you know, I can make the playoffs once every three years. Maybe that changes some stuff, but that's the only thing that changes because if it's coming down to, I want to play for a good franchise, I want to be on the West Coast, let's use as an example, I want a chance to win and take care of me. I'm I'm a unicorn. They, they don't make them like me. Well, San Francisco and Seattle and some of these other teams are going to say, well, if you ain't paying it, we're going to pay it. It's That's exactly right because if you want him, you got to pay. <laughs> Go get him. Because somebody is going to do it. The, the Dodgers are probably looking at each other, and they're not having the, are we going to change our offer? They're having the, do we still do it or not? Right? Because we can't come back down for all the reasons that you just said. You can't say, hey, listen, you just, you're coming off your second TJ. The list of guys that have had two TJs have been good is like one and a half names long. We're not, lo- we already have two guys coming off two TJs. Dustin, Dustin May, May and, and Walker Bueller are both on their second Jeez. TJs. By the way, I think there's a very good chance that Tony Gonsolin is unavailable next year because if they've already shut him down now, and what I'm hearing in the the universe is that he's could very be something unlikely. serious, something very serious. I mean, Where Kershaw's he, older and he's always Kershaw injured. could walk. What if they Julio win the World could walk away? Julio will walk away. Come on, we'll get Kershaw. to that in a second. But Kershaw could say, "Listen, they win the World Series. This I got nothing left to do here, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk into retirement. That's not off the table." If we want him, not only do we have to do it, we have to do exactly what we were prepared to do from the beginning. So whatever their offer was going to be, I don't think it changes it at all. At all. 
I think that if anything, you almost have to read, like, do we need to go even bigger? Because now those Mm. other teams may have an opportunity to snag him for the reasons that we've been talking about. And this is the weirdest part of all. And I was talking with some people this morning, and I hadn't thought of this, but it makes way too much sense. Follow me on this, Al. There's a weird way where this is actually good for Shohei Otani financially. Because here's what he's going to ask for. Okay. And he's and, and again, if he's asking for it, he's probably going to get it because somebody's going to give it to him. Coming off this injury, I'm going to need a player option at the end of my third or fourth year. Sure. I'm going to need because if I do come back and I'm the pitcher that everybody thinks that I am, yeah. I want to hit free agency again. Let's update this. Let's change the terms. That if mm-hmm. the number was 60 and it's still 60, but I'm not quite sure where it's going to be moving forward – why don't we put a little player option in here for me? That way, if it if I don't come back, I'm locked in. Yeah, I get my ten years and I get all my money. But if I do hit it, and let's say it's the Dodgers, let's say that the Dodgers say, you know, we're at sixty, but we can only get to fifty five now. But we'll give you that option. Okay. Well, what if he smashes it out of the park and he's a the the Cy Young Award winner again? He gets to be a free agent again in a few years. He gets to be have two bites at the apple so you get the first three years of this and then you get a 10-year deal at the back end it's not perfect but this isn't going to cost him any money he could get two bites out of it and the best point of all is i think the one that you made which is somebody's going to do it and if you want him you're going to have to do it too and and it matters who does it right because if it's a team that he's just not interested in playing for and he doesn't feel like he's going to win even if he goes there um then maybe he's not that interested but if all you need is one of these teams that he's interested in showing him showing him their commitment and he's going to look at that team differently than he looks at some of the other guys. The only thing that I could see happening potentially and, and you tell me this and maybe this falls into I don't even think it really falls into that scenario you played with a with a 10-year deal but then there's an option after 3 years whatever the case is. Does it at all just minimize the years? Is there only will, to his benefit? Will there be a universal like we can't offer him a ten-year deal? Somebody will. I think what you said is somebody will, right? And and he will take the ten-year deal, and somebody will offer long-term with a player option because that's how they get him. So if that's on the table, somebody else is going to do it too, and that's the new. So they could floor. have him for a few years, and then he could decide after those three years, Let's, it ain't working here. I could go or, make more money. Or it's I could, working so well, I want more money. I'm just going. I'm not saying I'm going to go somewhere else, but I'm making fifty. Okay, number. And I actually came back and I won the Cy Young, and I'm the MVP. You know what? I'm thinking seventy-five. Somebody's going to do it, and that's why this is in a weird way. Oddly beneficial for him. What as a wrinkle. Weird as it sounds, because Jeez. he, maybe you go a little shorter at the beginning. Like, hey, listen, I know that this, I'm not, I'm only going to be a DH for a season and a half, potentially. I'm going to do it at 50 or 48, but here's the deal. To do that with you, I need the long term security of a 10 year deal. Yeah. But I also need an out three years into it. So if I do smash it, I get my full value. But if I don't, I, you got a DH at 48 million a year. And it might be it's that, good bet. that could be the difference of, Seattle saying, this is how we got him. This is how the Angels get him back. Mm-hmm. They're, the, they're the team that says, yes, we'll do that. That's why I think everybody's going to have to do it. I can't it. go back to the Angels. I don't think so either, but I what know if what you're they're saying. the only ones that offer that? What if they're the only ones that, look, we'll but give you an opt-out after two years. Isn't he going to be just miserable? Maybe. Or, look, I've been here before. 
I can do it another couple of years. I'm going to do my rehab. There's always going to be the hitter market available for me, but I'm locked in at this price. Even if he doesn't come back and he just, you look, I'm a free agent again. I can walk away again. If you just had to predict, predict, isn't he wasting his, doesn't he know he's wasting his time by going back to them? It's different now. Yes, 100% yes, but there's there's a variable in the air that wasn't there yesterday. It's very Because now different. the Angels are bringing him in without being a pitcher to help them win on a night on every fifth but day. But what if they're the only team that offers an option? What You know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there are scenarios where I can give you something that's just inherently stupid, but it's in my best interest to do it. I'm going to do it. There's also the baseball part of this that could be a disaster, and they're going to do it anyway. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So uh, on TikTok this morning, I, uh, you know, when I was debating whether or not I was going to be able to go on and get out of bed. <laughs> I came across this video. And it's funny. And it's, and it's pretty funny. So we'll play it for you. How Latinos pronounce NFL Teams Part 3. <laughs> Luis, como se llama equipo de football? Ese Pittsburgh Steelers. So what team is that? That's the Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. So in the spirit of the NFL coming back, we wanted to play for you. <laughs> I like that. That's that's pretty good. We'll hit you guys with another one next week. Uh, all right. Later. I, or I tomorrow. Like that. <laughs> play one more time. Play one more time. Oh, hold on, I got to queue it up. All right, all right. I like that. The Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. <laughs> By the way, that's that's everything. I mean. Luis, como se llama equipo de football? Ese Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> I like the S Steelers part. Yeah, that, so. That's everything. Every if you're not American or your first language is not English. I mean, I still laugh listening to aunts, uncles, stuff like that. I'm like, what did you just say? And they're speaking in English. I'm like, all right, no, I get it. Yeah, those Doyers. Doyers, uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Doyers. Why they put a Y in it? Yeah. You know, not do. the same story. <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I kind of I kind of want to. We're trying to get you in the spirit of the NFL coming back. That's what we're trying to do. It's pretty good. And like the TikTok will have the interpretation of what this person said and the spelling. Yeah. Who who was it? The the schedule release was it the Titans that they they had all these people guess the logo and what it is that same idea right? They're like the the San Francisco um 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 you know San Francisco Cowboys of Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Um, very quickly, after your night out, 
my go-to the next morning after a long night is a very quick run to McDonald's for breakfast because the egg McMuff, sausage McMuffin, hash browns, and a Coke is the at least my first attempt to mitigate the damage I've done. Did you have one of those today, Em? Um, I was not keen on eating any food. Oh, it's that bad. Yeah. So, uh, I had some water, I had some, uh, lots of water. But you gotta have something. Even some bread, anything. You gotta soak in, soak it in a little bit. I had a kind bar, so that's about it. Okay, so you're right, Al, but you've also had that one, like, I can't, I know I should, but I just can't. The the idea of putting anything in my stomach. I don't want to see it again in a couple minutes. (laughs) Here's the problem. The problem is... Or you have that feeling where you eat something and it's greasy and it feels good for about like four minutes. Tops. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't feel good now. <laughs> good four minutes. Then you do it again after <laughs> And you think, you hours. know what, okay, so the, the McDoubles and large fries and a Coke didn't work. What if I ate a quesadilla? <laughs> Like and, and a quesadilla and the size of a hubcap, you know. <laughs> that you and just then a bagel. Really, yep. And then a bagel, and you just and then the next oh, thing you know, no. you've had twelve thousand calories that day, and it didn't help at all. The game is delayed now. The Dodger game. Okay, they just uh, got to end again. that game. That's it's done. Mookie's uh, got five hits. Mookie's five, five for five, five in this game. Crazy. Dodgers got a big lead in game one. Dave Roberts looks like he wants to fight somebody because they're getting ready to cancel another game. All right, so let's. Well, talk- that's it now. If they they're they're. In the eighth, so it would be it'd be ball game, right? Yeah, but the other thing is they're they're supposed to play, play the another. next game yeah. a half hour after the end of this game. Um, Otani. Here's where it gets I don't know if weird's the right word, Slee, but here here's where it gets complicated. There could be a deal that's a bad baseball deal, a really bad baseball deal that teams are gonna do anyway because of the value that he brings that has nothing to do with how many home runs he hits or how many guys he strikes out that his economic impact on your bottom line is real. There's a lot of speculation that one of the reasons the Angels were so resistant to trading him is just simply the revenue from Japanese-related businesses that come in because he's on your team. That even if we can only squeeze that for another 40 or 50 games, a couple of months, it's worth it to our bottom line. So, again, round numbers – I will pay you $60 million a year to just be my DH. While that's a terrible way to run a baseball team, it's a good way to run a business. That's not what the Dodgers have done. The Dodgers have been really disciplined in how they go about spending their money while still running a wildly successful business. But Otani could put it in a space where our team is weird because we have so much payroll tied up in one guy who does one thing, but our bottom line of our finance, our balance sheet... We're just killing it. That's this that's is, a whole other issue. This is the only reason. No, you're right. We've given the example, and you know, I think sometimes, and I don't know Andrew Friedman's history when it comes to did he grow up with money, did he not grow up with money. I don't know that. But the the reason why I'm using that as an example is there are certain people that didn't grow up with money, and then found themselves with a lot of money as they got older, but they still act like yep. they don't have money. Right. And we've used the example of Nordstrom Rack. It's a joke, but it's like... It's a good example. I know those jeans are $80, but I could get them for 40 at Nordstrom Rack. I'm just going to go pile through where all the sizes are jacked up, where nothing's folded. Mine are always on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, there's a lot of them. <laughs> anything that starts with a three is on the top, the fours and, and above, they're at the bottom of the stack. But that that's the example of... I saved $40. Yeah. It's like, no, no, but you have the money. I know, but I saved $40 million. And the reason why I give that example is because I think with Andrew Friedman, here's the question that you're going to ask, and this is why I don't think this is going to have as much effect on the Dodgers. If this was the NBA, 
and there actually is like a, a hard cap that you're they do the best that they can in today's NBA to make sure that the Los Angeles Lakers can't spend X amount uh-huh. and the Thunder can only spend this amount. For the Dodgers in their situation, I'm not saying that they're in taxes and everything else. That number really doesn't mean anything. I'm not telling you it doesn't. What I'm telling you is that it means less, I think. I don't know if it means nothing. They're going to make it up. Yeah, like, oh, for there, sure. There is no I, I find a, I find it very difficult for them to outpay for Shohei Otani and then go back and say, guys, you know what? We really just got to have um, beans and bread that, the rest of the week. That's different, though. I think that they don't have to, but they might. They We saw them reset their payroll tax this year just so they could do this. So they obviously But do you have, think this was for the situation coming up? Could be. It, it definitely could be. But most fans, I believe, are not – look, I'm not. I'm putting myself into this category – are not sophisticated enough to go, well, they actually could spend whatever they want. That if they say, listen, we got Mookie's making 35 and Freddie's making 35 and Shohei's making 60 and Kershaw is making 20 and, you know, Will Smith, they're going to have to pay and Walker Bueller, they're like, at some point, we can't afford all of these things because we're so heavily invested here. It's something I've been, yeah, I kind of get it. Or now instead of that, 60 million we're paying Otani every year is actually 120 because we're paying dollar for dollar in tax. So our payroll on the books might look like 300 million when in actuality it's closer to 600 million. They can sell it. Whether or not it's actually true and they're still making money is different, but it's a very saleable thing. If Shohei Otani were named Steve Olson and grew up in Chicago, this is a bad deal. You you run in the opposite direction of Otani right now. I don't know what it's going to be. He's two things. I don't know if he's two things anymore. I don't know how to price that. I don't know if he's coming back. I don't know if he's not. I don't know how it's long actually do an it. easy decision. It, I don't know what yeah. this is going to be. I, I can't. Steve Olson. I know you're the first two way guy ever from Chicago, but I just can't. Shohei Otani from Japan, who brings. All of Japan and the money that comes along with it, and the baseball and the international like, intrigue and the intrigue of people that don't even know course. baseball. It's like, come on, man! Come on mm-hmm. in! Come here! Yeah. Sit, sit down. What, what do you need? Can I, I still think they're gonna, even if it's a bad baseball deal? I think it's a deal that they're gonna they're gonna do. I have a really hard time believing okay. that he doesn't come to L.A. because the Dodgers decided that's too much money. They might go somewhere else for other reasons. But I don't think it's going to be a reason where the Dodgers just said we can't go any further than that. Under under today's scenario, you said yesterday was a different it was a different predicament. For sure. Under today's scope, what would be do you have a number in years in mind that you think would be a bad deal? A bad baseball deal? Bad baseball deal. Sure. Only baseball. Sure. They're they're first of all, never give a pitcher a long term deal. Never. That's just bad business, full stop. The, the the Verlanders and Scherzers of the world, they're they're the outliers. They don't happen. The, what's happening to Otani? It's what happens. What happened to Bueller? It's what happens. Hmm. Kershaw is the outlier, right? Where he's been mostly healthy his entire career. Come on, Kershaw, Not, knocking it on wood, right? So long term deals for pitchers is a bad deal. Shohei Otani is still at the peak of his powers offensively, but at some point it's going to dip. Think Albert Pujols. Look at Mike Trout right now. So there are numbers, terms, that it becomes a bad baseball deal. What that number is, I don't know, probably anything that's double-digit years, probably anything that's north of $50 million a year for double-digit years is a bad baseball deal. It's not a bad business deal. 
It's a grand slam business deal. And look, these are businesses. They want to win. They're trying to win, but they also try to make a lot of money. It's not, and this is really truly is not the right example, but remember when the Lakers gave Kobe his final two years? It was, I think, two years, $48 million. And by the way, looks like absolutely nothing today. Right. You're basically, that's Rui. At the Rui. time, it was a ton. That's Rui. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, I'm, Crazy. I'm joking here, but when they gave him the 248, it had nothing to do with the basketball part. It had all to do with, well, he gave us 18 years. Oh, by the way, he's going to help us sell every Golden ticket parachute. in here. Oh, by the way, everywhere we go, the nationally televised games, everything else, that's what it was. Difference with Shohei, yes. the man is in his absolute prime, and he's can help you win all these and, games. And another difference, different. though, is for the what you're describing with Kobe, maybe the Angels could make a similar – we've been here, you've put – the Dodgers don't have any, you know – feelings in the game they don't have any memories in the game this is what this is the angels buying pools that i get what you've done but i need to know what you're going to do sure and that's where the angels were so stupid with the pools thing it's like he had already started to tip that the cardinals are like we ain't doing that should have said all you needed to know but the it's the only way they're going to get a guy like that it was a bad deal at the time that's not otani but don't get sentimental about what he did over there and didn't do anything for you what am i buying now what you're buying is the business. And then if the player hits, even better. If one of the player hits, you're probably okay. If both of those things hit, you're right back to your your, your dream scenario. Yeah. But it's different today than it was yesterday. It's just wildly different than it was yesterday. I don't think the offers are going to be different, but the return is a lot, lot different. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. I do yep. feel a DoorDash order in my future uh, today for lunch likely. What are we getting? I'd probably, honestly, I am craving that wrap from California Chicken Cafe I get all the time. <laughs> okay. So sometimes when I'm hungover, I do go the healthy route. Maybe just try to trick myself that I'm, uh, you know, getting feeling better, but... Do. Grab Greg's credit card. Let's all order. <laughs> Let's eat salt and grease. That's uh, and sugar, right? Yeah. I want, that's why the Coke is yeah. ma- is mandatory. I need the sugar from the Coke. I need the grease and the salt from the fries, and yeah. then whatever else you want to throw in there. Great. Height of luxury, or when I'm hungover, I usually go with like four different uh, liquids. I have water. I have probably a different uh, like hydration, so like a Gatorade or. A different water with liquid IV in it, and yeah. then I have a coffee, and then I might have like an orange juice or a Coke. So that's kind of usually my. Uh, I'm with you. 
It's how good, I it's how solid I plan. I need Denny's pancakes. <laughs> Great choice. Oh, yeah. Soak it up. That's it. Doesn't work, but it's. I just need a. I just need a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> just <laughs> an Ultra. I'm good. Oh, you go to bed. We'll stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When I get home. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of uh, Denny's pancakes, uh, today is wa- National Waffle Day. So yeah. my statement is: Waffles are better than pancakes. Travis, set your cap. Fact. They're. Pancakes are good, waffles are better because a waffle has a little texture to it. It's a little crunchy, it's a little crispy, which adds a nice little texture component to your food. And you got pockets for the syrup and the melted butter or anybody or anything syrup, else that you syrup. want to put in there. You've got the syrup, you've got the butter, you've got if you're a Throw some fruit chip on there, so whatever fruit, you want whatever, on there. Bananas, whatever you want on there. It collects in that pocket and it's just it's it's lovely. Al? It's kind of the best description I've ever heard of a waffle. I don't really know what to do with that. I'm with you. Listen, I'm a fan of pancakes as well. I got no problem. I want the pancake industry to know this is not personal at all, okay? Big big Bisquick is looking at you, sweet. <laughs> but a waffle is better than a pancake. I'm with you on that. So when I worked at Denny's, I used to, t- I used to tell the cook to make me a waffle. I would take a scoop of chocolate ice cream. Put on the top, and as that thing is melting, and sounds good. A warm waffle. I got no problem. Dude, it's so so, so <laughs> good, bro. Does, does that sound bad? I've never had that before. Not waffle, against that. Right so it's just a waffle cone, only it's not the cone. Exactly. It's just the one. Yeah, and then the ice cream is melting, and it's on the pocket. Well, oh. sure. Well, by the way, there's Man. another way you can have it, is your waffle cone, like waffle you're talking about wonderful. when you go get an ice cream. Uh, for those who like it, I don't do it all the time, but chicken and waffles, there's another way of using a waffle. Great. You don't really have that with pancakes. Never heard of chicken and pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't knock it to you. Try I mean, it. I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't give it a, a Maybe twirl. we like wrap it, wrap oh. the chicken. Instead like of like in pigs the... in a blanket, it's chicken in a blanket. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Or like have Our it like idea. a taco, you know, where you have, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the crispy chicken. And this the, is, by the, the way, why we're not successful because we come up with an idea and we do nothing with it. Somebody right now is on the patent office on yep. the phone saying, oh chicken in a blanket. Mine. This and Commander and Chimp. Commander uh, and Chimp. And Slee had a good one yesterday. What was the one you had yesterday? Uh, we don't even remember. Oh, the, no, no I remember the, it. It's just the title. Drivers need companionship too or something like something that. Like truckers that. need. Truckers. Some, yeah. Truckers need something. I got it. He already got it. I'll send you the uh, link to that <laughs> other one about the truckers that you can uh, maybe not okay, use. so don't hate me. But I, okay. Are waffles better than pancakes? Yes. Do I order waffles more than I order pancakes? No. So hmm. I don't know why this is an equation in my mind, but I just almost always get a pancake if I have the option of waffle and pancake. I think I get a little intimidated by the size of most waffles. They are pretty big. They are. And um, so I tend to like, I'd rather have a stack, a small stack of pancakes than one large waffle. Wrong. I know, I know I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> it's just it's just in my head is that way. I get it. All right. So. Um, there it goes. Oh. <laughs> Quick, oh, you're out. Oh, dude, you're out. And you're eating them like it's like the greatest thing ever. It's great. Chocolate chip waffles. Oh, yes. Blueberry waffles. Blueberry. Yes. Have you ever had like M and M pancakes though? I have no. I've or not. like chocolate uh, chip pancakes. Yeah. yeah, I've had chocolate chip, but I've never had that. I'll do M and M pancakes. I like that. They're very it's similar to chocolate. It's just that they're colorful. Sure. And they got the little candy shell. Let's mm-hmm. not sleep on that. All right. So. I came across a TikTok as well yesterday, not this morning, but a man. Um, so a man lives in New York, and he was trying to figure out when to leave for his flight. He realized he didn't know how to tell military time, and he had one hour before his flight leaves New York. So he's in his apartment still, has one hour to get to um, their airport. And so I know n- none of us live in New York, but it is a That's- hassle to get to the airport yes. if you live in New York. So he's like, well, I have to 
charter a helicopter in order to get there on time. And so he chartered a helicopter, got there in time, got on the flight. The helicopter cost more than the flight. Of course. Uh, and this is an international flight as well. So imagine how expensive that helicopter uh, ride was. So, uh, but it was cheaper than rescheduling or getting a new flight. So. Uh, you always arrive way early to the airport, so this situation would never happen to you. Alan, Dr. Cap. Cap, um, I'm not late, but I'm also not three hours before my flight leaves. I'm right around the buck and a half. Hour and a half seems like... And is that before boarding or before the flight leaves the airport? Before the flight leaves the airport. Okay. So, hour and a half, I'm getting dropped off at Delta. And now I have an hour and a half to get through security, do my thing... It's not uncomfortable, but you're also like, let's get this done. So, like, essentially, 50 minutes before you can board. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm kind of on time. I'm not showing up that early. Where I mean, sometimes it's nice. You show up super early. Go get a glass of wine. Go get a drink. Whatever it is. But I'm pretty much now. Nah, I'm gonna make it there to when where the I can just get to my flight. Starting, that's when yeah. you show up. All right, group yeah. B. All right, that's me. <laughs> I'm group four. I don't. We, yeah. I don't even get the letters. I'm like group four. <laughs> yeah, you're after they've seated <laughs> yeah. all the C's. You're, yeah, you're like, I got it, guys. Um, I'm. I already know your answer. Super early. Yeah, to the yeah I can see. I, I want to be through <laughs> security at an hour and a half. That's kind of my goal because. I don't want to miss it. I don't want the stress that comes along with thinking I might miss it. I've missed, Or surprises. or I've missed one flight in my life, and I was to the airport two hours before the flight took off, but there was a million snafus in the line and everything else, and I just didn't get through the line in time, and I missed it, and it still creates anxiety for me. And I, I can't do it. I know it's ridiculous. I know it's way too much. It's one of the few things Susan and I regularly <laughs> fight about. about is when we go, we have a trip scheduled, and if that clock, that flight is at 5 o'clock at a John Wayne, we live 15 minutes from John Wayne Airport. You leave at noon. I'd like to leave at 2.30. By the time you park yeah. the car, by the time you get on the bus, by the time you, you do all these- traffic. Oh, oh, yes. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a flat tire. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. That's the whole point of all of this. And even if everything goes wrong, I'm still on how, that flight. That's what I'm preparing. How stressed are you with connecting flights- that only give you like a here's the thing 20 minutes it's or even if it, they're giving you 50 minutes yeah, you don't know too, if your flight is yeah. going to, to be it, delayed or anything you're right but here's the deal that's out of my control i yeah. can't control that so mm-hmm. i'm much more comfortable i can control what time i get to the airport so i do it wrong and get there way too how about early. this right. i was i was late I missed my flight because they were training the TSA X-ray person. They were training that person. I was like, oh, man, it's like five people in front of me. And okay, but also how early did you get to the airport? No, I got there like one third, like hour and a half before my flight. Okay. But the training and this person. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, learning the X-rays and what, the, and they were checking every bag. Everybody was getting checked. That's the equivalent of closing three of the four lanes on the five. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be late. On the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that, right. I'm going to be late. <laughs> Yeah, I am a. I like to be through security like an hour before I can board. So if my if I can board at two thirty, I'm through security at one thirty. So I have just you know the space in case the line's long for some reason. Here at LAX, it's kind of easy to get through security because each different terminal has its own security. Yeah. But I went to I flew out of Denver in the morning one time, that and that line was two hours long. Did you see Blucifer? I did see Blue Super. Okay, and it was it was two hours long because a lot of flights got delayed in that morning because uh there was a storm. Anyway, uh I am I'm a stressful uh 
plane Traveler. Person. And then that airport's weird. It looks like a tent. It's, yeah, well, it's a weird airport. Yeah. The Illuminati lives underneath it or something. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot going on there. All right, I have one more quick one for you guys. So this is National Burger Day today. So uh, not necessarily from this establishment, but a smash style burger is the best burger style. Uh, Jorge, fact or cap? Fact. Anything with bacon and avocado in it. <laughs> bacon, avocado, cheeseburger, done. That's my go-to burger right there. Trev? It's, it, yeah, fact. Because when you smash it, you get that crust crisp, on the meat. Little right? crisp you get there, that yes. crispy little yes. meat oh. in the middle. It's cooked to the temperature mm-hmm. that you'd like. But you get the, the little bit of bite on the outside of the patty. You can actually get your whole mouth around it, too. Yeah, and yeah. those patties are usually super thin. Yeah. You got two of them there. They're yeah. putting cheese on both of them. Inside between the two patties, sleeve. Yes. Yeah, no, that's the right answer. Yeah, so we're all in Again, right now. listen, yeah. this is, if you ask a food question and he goes before me, there's nothing left. Okay, low-key, one of the best burger spots in L.A., outside of, you know, we have the In-N-Out, which is, you know, what a hamburger is all about, so that's one thing, but we have the window, which is both in, I think it's in Venice, and it's in Silver Lake. It is so good. That's a Dwight Howard spot, right? Maybe I think so. That's what I don't you know. Mean. It's so good. They have they have a very simple menu. They have burgers. They have fries. They have shakes, and dipped cones and lemonade and waffles. That's, that's about it. <laughs> then, by the way, why not? <laughs> might as well. Why not? That's and then they so also good. have a really good um, kale salad. So well. For yeah. maniacs in the, it's used for profiling purposes. Well, hey, no, okay. kale salad right there, get them. So a lot of times, I Jorge would loves <laughs> kale salads with strawberries. I go to spin loves class, strawberries, and I would get a burger and a kale salad. So I felt a little better about myself. A kale salad is good. I've I've made them. I've ordered them, but not at a burger place. If I'm going to the window, I'm not getting a kale salad. But no. the window has a fantastic burger. So if anybody's out there hungry today and uh, love a burger, go there. All right. So today is Kobe Day. It's eight twenty four, and a big announcement on. The Kobe statue coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kobe's second free throw, good, he has 60, the Lakers lead by three, here we go, Utah needs a three to tie it, Hayward driving down the middle all the way to the rim, lay it up, no good, rebound grab, Kobe's got it, length of the court pass to Clarkson, Clarkson at the rim, slam dunk, game in the refrigerator, and the Lakers are going to win on Kobe's last night, he's going to score 60, and I don't believe what I just saw. All right, so that was John after um, Kobe's 60-point final game with the Lakers, and bananas. it's amazing to hear it again. It's uh, bananas. Yeah, I know we talked about it yesterday, but it's, it's so cool. So Vanessa uh, and the Lakers made this announcement today that Kobe uh, will have a statue at Crypto.com Arena, and so let's hear from Vanessa. Hi, everyone. As you know, Kobe played his entire 20-year NBA career as a Los Angeles Laker. Since arriving in the city and joining the Lakers organization, he felt at home here, playing in the City of Angels. On behalf of the Lakers, my daughters, and me, I am so honored that right in the center of Los Angeles, in front of the place known as the house that Kobe built, we are going to unveil his statue so that his legacy can be celebrated forever. Hope to see you there. 
So that's Vanessa Bryant making the announcement that uh, on 2 8 24, yep. February 8th, 2024, that the Kobe Bryant statue will be unveiled. We know that uh, his daughter Gigi will be a part of that statue as well. They're playing the Denver Nuggets that night. There's yep. a game at crypto.com. So we, we knew it was coming. We knew that uh, that was going to be a part of it. We just didn't know when, and now we do. And can't wait. It'll, it, it'll be an incredible night. The announcement on August uh, 24th. The announcement at 8.24 a.m. this morning is when they put it up on social, Vanessa Bryant and the Los Angeles Lakers. And if you think about what's outside of Crypto.com Arena right now and think about um, Magic's no-look pass, Kareem Skyhook, Shaquille O'Neal taking down... <laughs> ripping the backboard Ripping the backboard out, right? <laughs> Chick Hearn there. And I'm just obviously talking about some of the Laker, uh, Laker legends that are out there. Can you imagine what they're going to do for this one? What is it? I, it? It's obviously very unique because it involves one of his kids. Yeah. So it's going to be different than the other ones that are them and their, to your point, their signature move, right? Mm -hmm. The no look pass, the sky hook, the two handed jam, all the, the things that we think of. This is obviously different than that. Yeah, and, it is. And Kobe had the fade away and he had the crossover mm -hmm. and he had some other things. But I, I'm excited to see what the actual sculpture itself is because. There are so many different directions you could take it, and it'd all be fantastic. Well, what this is going to be, too, and I don't think I'm being dramatic when I say this, but I think what this is going to be, this is going to be something that if you're not from Los Angeles, you're going to make a trip to crypto to come take a picture in front of this thing. That this is such, I really do believe this. I think this is going to be one of those items in Los Angeles that you say, how am I going to be in LA for a couple of days? You're probably going to go out of your way to see what this thing's all about. I think it's going to be special. I'm with you. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but I just imagine. Just think about it. Kobe Bryant, 20 years with the Los Angeles Lakers, the tragic passing of him and Gigi and everybody else in the helicopter crash. Um, I think it's going to be something really, really special. The the Lakers and the people that run Crypto.com, the people AEG? that are in charge, AEG, yeah. it's just, they've done such a good job with that the the statues the unveiling where they go what they look like that they're just the, because look what jorge help me out here who was the soccer player that had the statue that was Cristiano Ronaldo. and, Cristiano Ronaldo, and yeah. it didn't look anything like him it's, it's like bad. it became a joke like that thing is so bad like what the heck is that and then i think uh jimmy kimmel also made a spoof with david beckham with beckham like yeah, yeah on purpose they on purpose. pretended yeah. it was it was pretty funny actually so really funny video you can get that wrong Right, as evidenced by Ronaldo's sculpture, that they have been basically just boom, 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 boom. That they are all right, for lack of a better word. That they're they're in the right place, in the right mm -hmm. pose, with the right depiction of what they are. I'm sure this one will fall right in line with let, that. Let me ask you something. We we see those statues every time we go to a Laker game. We see the statues yeah. there. Uh, we're debating what the Kobe statue should look like. Do you guys? Are you guys in favor of what those statues out there? Is that what magic resembled? I know the, the me and Emily were just talking about this. Our favorite one is the Shaq one. Yeah, the dunk. That one's just impressive. The way it's it does. Do those like you know symbolize? That, exactly, you're saying do that symbolize the players that you know are out there? I think as best as they can. I mean, listen. Maybe if they did it today. It's going to look a little different. Might look might look a little better if they did it in ten years from now. Look a little different. Might look a little better. I'm okay with them. I'm okay with them. I, I don't know if um, I think the you know probably one of the most iconic ones, and I've never seen it in person. But Jordan 
in front of um, United, no? Is it yeah, United. The United. If it's still United, and I know it's it's iconic. It's Jordan. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, Air Jordan. Yeah. It's, it's, you can't. There's yeah. nothing you have to do. Right. It's Jordan. Um, but I don't know how that compares to some of the other ones. But I've never, I think, looked at these and said. Well, that one looks awful, or something. We well, have sky hook, so obviously that's well, like. But perfect. that's, but that's what I mean, right? That, that there's only one Air Jordan logo, right? That it's it's become ubiquitous. That it's you just see that silhouette. It's Michael Jordan, but all of those statues are evocative of who they were. Like you couldn't have a a statue of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar that wasn't a sky hook, right? You couldn't do that. Like the Jackie Robinson, he's sliding, mm-hmm. right? Have you seen that yeah, one? Yeah. He's sliding, per- perfect, perfect, right? You couldn't have a picture of Magic Johnson. You know, shooting a three-pointer. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, you couldn't have Steph Curry grabbing a rebound. You, you It has to be the right guy doing yeah, the right things. You know? Shaq's, you know, two hands, knees Barbie. up, and it feels like he's going to rip the building down. Shaquille like, freaking O'Neal. It's got to be that iconic image that we remember yeah. that player from. Yeah. So one thing with that, uh, not Kobe statue, the um, Michael Jordan statue, is I used to watch a show called Shameless. It just takes place in Chicago. And one of the episodes, they fake, like, well, the, the plot line of the episode is that they... <laughs> This guy gets drunk and he steals the ball from the Jordan statue somehow and then buries it. And there's this whole like investigation around Chicago, like who stole it? It's kind of funny. So there's nothing like It's just so interesting how like these statues like this could be so emblematic of a city. People go all the time. We see them over here taking pictures with all the statues. It's really cool. I have a picture at the Chick Hearn one. Yeah. 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 Like I'm, I'm sitting waiting. next to him. It was a. It was a. It, it's always been a really big deal when they do the unveiling. It oh, always yeah. has been oh, right. Yeah. So I get it. You know, if you go to a lot of games or you're a season ticket holder, you're not going every game. It's the same one, but you know, there's always people. I actually see this all the time going to a Laker game. I'm walking across the street from here, and there's like a line of people. Um, trying to take a picture next to the magic one. It's probably the first time they've ever been to Crypto.com. So this yeah. is their opportunity. I'm going to take a photo. They might be international. They might be out of state. Could be so. bringing your kids for the first time. Yeah, you know where it's they they see it. Hey, I want a picture of that. Or this will be on the list. This might be number one. I on agree. The list. I think gonna, this will be this one will be different. It for, just for it all be. the obvious reasons, yeah. right? For all the obvious reasons, because of his playing career, because of the way that he died tragically yep. and suddenly, because it involved one of his children. There just there are so many layers to this that we'll put it right at the top of the list for sure. Uh, February eighth next year against the Denver Nuggets. That's when the statue be a hot ticket. will be. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll say, I'll say. Get your uh, requests in now, right? If you or if you're good going online, start. Start looking for it. If you want to be in the house to watch USC kick off their season this Saturday at the Coliseum, be sure to listen to me and Slee, Sedano, and Cap today for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets. It is Trojans Ticket Thursday today on 710 ESPN, and you can get your tickets now for the game on Saturday at usctrojans.com slash tickets. It is our Thursday draft. Because it's Kobe Day, we are drafting our favorite Los Angeles athletes of all time. That's coming up next. It's Travis. Lee, 710 ESPN.